Hello everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Unwind. Hope you had a good week, and so in this week's episode, you know by the title, we are talking and reading about some funny stories, so let's get into it. Alrighty, so jumping right into these stories. So we have these cookie jars that sit on top of the cupboard, right? We've had them for years. You can record yourself saying something, so when you take the lid off, it will make a noise so you can hear if someone is stealing your cookies or something anyway. We have three of them, a pig, a cow, and an owl. Now, I was left alone one day, mom and dad at work, my brother at school, and my sister at her boyfriend's house. So I had a thought. What if I recorded myself screaming? So I did, and all three of them. All three different screams, too. One was an excited shriek, one was a terrified scream, and one was a long shout. These cookie jars recorded up to 15 seconds, so I took full advantage of that. Now, here's the thing. I did this almost three years ago, and these cookie jars have been sitting on top of the cupboard collecting dust until today. Mom's painting the kitchen, so she had to take everything off the top of the cupboard. And uh, you know how battery-powered things start dying? They slowly run out of juice. She asked me to check inside one of the jars, the pig to be exact, and the pig was a terrified scream. I unsuspectedly opened the jar, and as the lid came off the jar, I remembered what I did. But I didn't remember in time, because in the next second, a demon cry sounded from this almost dead battery-powered pig cookie jar. It was a sound I never want to hear again. Everyone ran into the kitchen to see what the awful sound was, and I just stood there, holding the wailing pig. I shut my eyes and waited the full 15 seconds until it was silent, before turning to my mom, handed her the pig, and then left the kitchen. I admit I've done some dumb things in my life, but I never could have prepared me for what that sound I heard. Whew! That, I, I honestly want a cookie jar like that, because I feel like I'd do the same thing, and I'd probably just wait until someone opened them. I don't know. That just sounds like something I would do, though. So, yeah, next story. This one is a bit shorter. All right, I stole a snow globe from an airport gift shop when I was four. And then when I was six, I found out what stealing was and that it was bad. And I had nightmares about the police coming to get me every night for three months until my parents finally brought me to a therapist and he made them buy plane tickets just so that I could return the snow globe that I'd stolen two years earlier. The manager thought it was so funny that he sends me snow globes every year on this, on the steel anniversary. That is that that's funny. That's funny. I I feel like that's a pretty chill manager. I I don't. How do you? I, okay, one question though. How are you four? How do you get away with stealing like a big snow globe? Because you can't like, if you're four, you're not really carrying around a purse. And those snow globes are. I don't know the exact snow globe, but. If I'm thinking of, like, a traditional snow globe, they're pretty sizable, especially for a four-year-old. So I don't know how you're getting away with stealing that, especially at an airport. But, I mean, go off. So, yeah, that's funny. I feel like I do the same thing because when I was younger, I already told this story on a podcast. So it's the one that is um, running into a car on my bike. Um, It was before anyone gets to... Uh, worried. It was not a moving car. It was parked, but I still ran into it, and the glass broke and everything, so I had dreams that, like, I would be in so much, I don't, I don't know, but I had similar dreams to that, so let's move on to the next story, shall we? Okay, back when I was a freshman in high school, there was this one art project involving hot wax, so we had a huge vat of it outside of the classroom, 
and kids were like sticking stuff in it and playing with pieces. So as soon as I saw it, I went, ooh, hot wax. And I literally stuck my entire hand in it. And my teacher screamed and several students yelled out, oh my gosh. And I realized why as soon as my hand was submerged because that was very, very hot. But I didn't want to be known as the dumb girl who stuck their hand in burning hot wax and suffered an injury. So instead of pulling my hand out and screaming, I somewhat managed to keep a straight face and just went, what? And my teacher was just like, oh my gosh, that's really hot wax. Are you okay? And I was just like, oh, it is? I can't feel a thing. And just kept my hand in there for like a solid 30 seconds in excruciating pain before pulling it out. That was honestly the most fierce power move I've ever pulled. Yeah, I would not do that. I'd honestly probably, if that were me, I don't even know. I don't think I could even get my hand in there all the way. Like, I'd stick one finger, realize it was hot, and pull my hand out. And also, I don't think that would come to my mind. Like, I'm not that, like, I'm kind of slow, so, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, like, I don't know. I th- And also, I'd probably laugh about it. Like, I wouldn't really, I don't know. But that is also something I would do. No, something about, like, have you all ever seen those videos where, like, you stick your hand in the wax? Like, those people have those wax, like, melts or, um, like, bowls or whatever, and they stick their hand in it, and it, like, hardens around their hand? I've always wanted to try that because it looks so satisfying to, like, peel off and stuff. All right, so we're going to get into some couple more stories. All right, so we have two more stories, and these are longer ones, so let's get into it. Okay, so this first one is crazy and reminds me a lot of show and tell and brings me back to those days. Alrighty. One time, oh, and by the way, these are not my stories if you couldn't already tell. So anyways, one time in first grade, I caught a daddy long leg and put it into a jar and brought it to school for show and tell. And all the boys cheered and all the girls screamed. And then I opened the jar and let the spider crawl into my hand. And suddenly the girl sitting in the front row screamed so loud and shrill that I violently jumped back in surprise. And the spider got so emotionally confused, it jumped off my hand and sailed across the room and landed on some kid's forehead. And the kid immediately went insane and started thrashing around and head banging and punching himself in the face and kicking desks and chairs and other kids trying to get it off. And the entire class erupts into explosions of chaos and everyone is running around in circles screaming and crying and shaking and then from and then my teacher jumps onto a desk and shouts i got it guys at the top of her lungs and dives headfirst into the crowd and takes out the entire class with a flying tackle and everyone goes down on a hog pile of first graders and the whole time i'm just standing there in awe and the whole time the spider's like ugh seriously guys i don't need this right now Okay, this sounds like the craziest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Imagine just watching that happen. I don't think, like, that's crazy. That's some first grade trauma right there if I've ever seen it. And why does the teacher jump on all the kids trying to get a daddy long light off? Come on, guys. We're better than this. Okay, so last and final story. This one, pretty long, though. Okay, when I was 15, I was on a trip with my studies group. We went to an olive garden. I had never been to an olive garden before, and I am a great bread enthusiast. So when the waitress put this basket of delicious sticks in front of me, I was like, oh my gosh, and ate like 10. I started shoving them into my purse to save for later, and the waitress had to keep bringing baskets of breadsticks because they were disappearing into my purse. There was a lot of guys on the trip, and I figured, yeah, these teenage dudes could be in theory eating all these breadsticks, so I thought I had a bulletproof cover. 
Fast forward to when we are leaving, I got stopped by the manager and the hostess, and they asked to look in my purse. Cue my, oh my goodness, busted face and a grudging hand over my bulging purse, so which they opened and started pulling out in a, um, an absurd amount of breadsticks and laying them on the counter while the hostess counted them. I actually had no idea how many breadsticks I had in there, and when the hostess got up to 40, I was still convinced I was going to jail. But oh my gosh, I had 40 breadsticks in there, so I was kind of impressed with myself. The hostess kept counting. 47. 47 breadsticks was the total they found. I had another two very squished and folded up in the zipped side pocket that they never looked in. Then they took my picture and politely asked me to stay away from their restaurant as the picture would be posted on their restricted list. To this day, six years later, I have never gone back to any Olive Garden because some part of me believes that some eagle-eyed waitress will recognize me from the wanted poster for the Bread Six Bandit, and I'll have to explain to my mom why Olive Garden put me in prison. Okay, so this is absolutely crazy. I feel like if I were to do this, I would stick like one or two in my purse, not 47. And how big is your purse? And also, I feel like like purses aren't the most like clean things ever. So I wouldn't be like, oh, let me just like save these for later. I don't know. That's crazy. And also, I'm sure they probably saw you putting the breadsticks in the purse. But how do they know? Like if they didn't see like, and isn't that like, aren't they like not allowed to like look in your purse? Or can't you like say no? I feel like you can. Like, I'm pretty sure that's like a law or something. Like you can say no, because technically it's your personal items. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's crazy, and I feel like, yeah, I would never go to Olive Garden. Those breadsticks are good, but Olive Garden, I mean, it's not my favorite place. It's not the worst. Again, the breadsticks are fire, so yeah. All right, so that is a wrap for this week's episode. Hope you enjoyed it, um, and yeah, goodbye. Stay tuned for next Tuesday for next week's episode. Hope you have a good rest of the week and enjoyed this podcast episode. Also, subscribe and leave a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. Goodbye.